Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio. Welcome to the Project Life Mastery Podcast. I'm Stefan James, founder of ProjectLifeMastery.com, internet entrepreneur and life coach with a passion for living life to the fullest and fulfilling my potential as a human being. My purpose for this podcast is to be a powerful and passionate example of the unlimited possibilities that life offers for any of us that has the courage to commit ourselves to life mastery while sharing ideas, concepts, and strategies that can help you master every area of your life, from your health, mindset, emotions, business, finances, relationships, and spirituality. Now, if you're someone like me that is hungry to take their life to the next level, then you're in the right place. Welcome, and let's begin. Hey, everyone. This is Stefan James from Project Life Mastery. Today, we're going to be talking about getting started investing in cryptocurrency for beginners. If you're brand new to the world of crypto and you're interested in investing in Bitcoin, Ethereum, or other cryptocurrencies, but you have no idea how, you're in the right place because I'm going to do the best I can in this video to break down and explain everything to you in a simple, easy to understand way. I want to make sure you understand what you need to know to get started investing. So there's a lot of topics that we're going to talk about. We're going to be covering exchanges different exchanges that are available for you that you can set up that allow you to buy, hold, sell cryptocurrency. We're going to be talking about the different coins that are available that you can consider buying and investing and holding in the long term. We're going to be talking about how to manage your risk because there is risk involved in cryptocurrency and making sure you have the right mindset going into investing in crypto is really important. There's a lot of volatility with crypto. It's a new asset class. It goes up and it goes down. Uh, it might spike and go up and where a lot of people made a lot of money. I'm sure you've seen and heard about many crypto millionaires, uh, people that have made a lot of money off the growth and the appreciation that we've seen with cryptocurrencies. But there's also a lot of people that have lost a lot of money as well with crypto. And it's important to understand that risk going in and to understand that volatility, that there might be a crash. There might be a winter time where things don't move that much. And if you have the right mindset going in, you're not going to be phased. You're not going to be affected by that. You might not even be surprised by it because you might also have the mindset of viewing it as an opportunity, which is something that we're going to be talking more about. We're going to be talking about security to make sure you don't get your crypto stolen or hacked, which is a potential risk that can also occur in the world of crypto. Uh, we're going to be talking about strategy and also the timing and when is a good time to buy crypto. There's a lot that we're going to cover. I'm going to do the best I can uh, to kind of share with you and cram uh, in this video as much as I can that can add value to your life and benefit you without being too scattered uh, with this video and what I'm sharing. Now, before I dive in, I do want to mention that I'm not a financial planner. This is not investment advice. Um, you've got to do your own research and be responsible for your own decisions with your money. Uh, I'm someone who's been investing in crypto since 2017. I made a lot of money from crypto. I love investing in cryptocurrency. The more that I've learned about it, the more that I love it, the more that I want to own and hold more of it. And I want to share with you some of my personal beliefs and thoughts on crypto um, and why I think it's getting so much mainstream adoption. Right now, we're seeing uh, a huge boom. Uh, a lot of people 
speculate that Bitcoin might hit $100,000. Some people also believe that it could also crash and there might be you know, a correction that might occur. So I wanna share with you some of my thoughts and why I love crypto and why I invest in it. And I think this could be beneficial for you to understand some of this. Now, there are better videos than this that will do a better job explaining what crypto is, digital currencies, the blockchain technology, you know, how it benefits and differs from centralized finance with the traditional banking system that we have in right now, which obviously has a lot of flaws. You know, there's been corruption. We've seen back in 2008, you know, when we had that big crash that occurred largely because of some corruption and some shadiness that was happening, you know, between bankers who largely got off the hook during that time. And Bitcoin was actually partly created as a response to that because, there's been a lot of flaws in traditional banking, and especially with governments printing more money that devalues our currency, which is something we've been seeing since the you know during this pandemic, where we've seen a rapid rise in inflation. Uh, I recently read it was reported at I think over six percent, but that's what inflation's been reported at. A lot of people believe it's a lot more, and it's not that the price of goods are going up. It's that the value of your money, your fiat currency, your US dollar, Canadian dollar, euro, whatever currency that you hold, has become worth less. And so that's a concern for a lot of people. And at a time like this, where there's high inflation and you're not getting really anything by having and holding your money in a savings account, there's hardly any interest that you're getting from it. A lot of people don't trust banks. You know, banks have control over your money versus the blockchain and cryptocurrency is more fair, it's more transparent. So just as a simple example, you know, there's many, there's some challenges even with buying cryptocurrency. For example, that there's some banks that won't even allow you to buy crypto. Uh, there's many credit cards that won't allow you, if you wanna buy crypto on your credit card in your exchange, they'll decline that transaction. And when you call the bank on the phone or the credit card company, they'll tell you that we don't allow you buying or you know, owning cryptocurrency. And think about how crazy that is that the banks are telling you what you can or cannot do with your money. And that's just really a small part of a bigger problem that exists in the current financial space and why a lot of people have been moving their money into cryptocurrency. Now, my personal belief is that it's gonna be a big part of our future. It's already now become a big part of our lives. We've seen a lot of shift in the world since um, you know, over the last few years, especially in the world of crypto. And it kind of reminds me of the days back in the 90s with the introduction of the internet. I'm not sure if you're old enough to remember this, but back in the 90s, there's a lot of people with this introduction of the internet that was gonna change our lives. A lot of people were skeptical. A lot of people were hesitant and reluctant and even believed that it was gonna be a fad. We saw a lot of these tech and internet companies boom and explode in value. And they were overvalued. There's a lot of speculation and short-term greed involved. Nobody knew how to value these internet companies that were gonna revolutionize our lives. And so obviously what we saw was the bubble burst. There was a crash in 2000. Things kind of normalized and we saw since then, excuse me, since 2000, how the internet's grown and changed how we live our lives, changed society. I think that everybody that's watching or listening to this right now would agree that if you had a time machine and you could go back to the 90s or the early 2000s, you'd be buying and investing in a lot of these companies like Microsoft or like Google or like Apple or Amazon you know, these companies that have really changed their lives that have been a big part of our lives today. Now, there's a lot of people that believe that cryptocurrency is the greatest invention since the invention of the internet. And we're going through that stage right now. We kind of saw back in 2017, 
you know, main, you know, cryptocurrency really came onto the mainstream in a huge way, but it was also followed by a crash. And there was a winter for a few years where nobody was really talking about crypto that much until 2021 when things exploded again. And now what we've seen is we've seen a lot of mainstream adoption. We've seen a lot of institutional investors, people that run hedge funds, multi-billionaires that were once reluctant and skeptical of crypto that have now gotten on board. Um, We've also seen big companies like Tesla buy and hold billions of dollars worth of Bitcoin. We've also seen now countries like El Salvador adopt Bitcoin as one of their national currencies. So I think everyone's in agreement that crypto is here to stay. You know, there's enough demand and interest from it that it's not going to go away. And it's going to be a big and important part of our lives. Now, there's still uncertainty about how it might be regulated in different countries. You know, obviously we saw China decide to ban it. Um, And so that could be a risk as well. Although the United States being, I think, the freest country in the world, I think that's a little bit less likely to happen in the United States. But there's still some uncertainty that exists because whenever there's a new asset class like this, governments are trying to figure out how do we, uh, you know, how do we handle this? How do we manage this? You know, obviously we don't want money laundering and criminal activity to happen, you know, with this, but actually there's more criminal activity that happens with cash than cryptocurrency. So it's quite interesting, you know, when you learn more about that. But my point that I'm trying to make and share is that we've seen a huge shift and I believe that we're going to be getting a lot of momentum. Now, some people believe that Bitcoin is going to hit $100,000 per coin, I think that's definitely going to happen at some point. Who knows when? There's a lot of speculation. There's a lot of uncertainty around that. And there's also many people that believe that, you know, we've seen this big boom largely because people don't want to also have their money in, in, um, you know, hold it in bank accounts and things like that because of low interest, you know, inflation. People want to put their money into crypto. Gold and silver is being replaced as a hedge against inflation with cryptocurrency as well. And we're, we're seeing a, a lot of that and that, that might, due to this pandemic, kind of propped up crypto in ways that normally wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for the pandemic and the government's response to it and the printing of more money and the inflation that we're encountering and things like that. But I think that crypto, because of the pandemic, people have seen the value in it more and we've adopted it a lot faster than what traditionally would have happened. So... I believe in it. Now, my, my stance and my belief is that everybody should have some exposure to cryptocurrency. Everybody. In fact, I don't really see any logical argument why you wouldn't. Now, you might be, you know, there's obviously skeptics out there that might believe that cryptocurrency is going to crash, it's going to be worth nothing, and they have their reasons for that. But there's been a lot of people that have been skeptical of new innovation since the beginning of history that have been wrong. And when we're seeing this much massive mainstream adoption of something, the benefit and the potential return that you can get from crypto outweighs the risk. And so I don't see a strong logical argument that someone can make to not own some cryptocurrency. Now, that does not mean that I'm here to say that you should go all in and put all your money in crypto. Of course not. What I'm trying to say is that holding some cryptocurrency has a place in every diversified portfolio. That if you're going to invest in the stock market or real estate, or you're going to hold some precious metals like gold or silver, if you're going to invest in your own business, whatever, then 
a diversified portfolio should also hold some cryptocurrency because you can't deny at this stage that it's a valuable, uh, you know, a valuable asset class that now has trillions of dollars into it. And it's actually an asset class that's outperformed every other asset class. It's outperformed the stock market. It's out outperformed real estate. It's outperformed any other asset class in existence. So you can't deny it. And I think that even if you don't fully understand it, that doesn't mean that that should stop you from benefiting from it. So I think that everybody needs to decide what is a reasonable and appropriate amount of cryptocurrency that you could hold. Now that might only be a hundred dollars. It might be $50. It might be a thousand. It might be 10,000. It might be more. Everyone's different based on their circumstances. But I don't think there's any reason why anybody should not hold maybe a hundred dollars. And yes, it could crash. It could go to nothing and you maybe lose your hundred dollars. Or this could revolutionize our lives in the ways that the internet did and be a big part of our future. In which case, your $100 could be worth a lot more in the future. So part of the mindset that I have and the approach that I think that people should take with it is a long-term mindset. Yes, there are some people that you might see that become crypto millionaires and they make all this money in the short term and they get rich. But obviously there's a lot of people that have lost their money as well. If you have the long-term mindset and approach to crypto, you're not going to be phased and worry that much about the fluctuations. Now, a common term in the investing world in the crypto space is known as HODL, H-O-D-L, H-O-D-L. It stands for hold on for dear life. Uh, basically means that you're gonna buy and hold some crypto and you're just gonna hold on to it for at least a year or more. Now, for me, I have the timeline and the horizon with my crypto investments to be even longer than a year. You know, I plan on holding it for five, 10 years, maybe even 20 years. In fact, there's some crypto that I have in different exchanges and you know, different accounts that I plan on just kind of setting it, forgetting it, and maybe like 10 years from now, I'll wake up and be like, oh yeah, I wonder how much money I've got in that. And you know, oh wow, this blew up and this is how much money I've had. So part of it is just kind of buying it and holding it over the long term, but not getting caught up in what's happening in the short term. Because in the short term, there's gonna be headlines that happen every day. There's gonna be news that the market's gonna to respond to. People either respond in a positive way to news or in a negative way. And that's gonna you know, determine how it's gonna fluctuate. And that's gonna happen and if you are caught up in it going up and going down, then you're gonna panic, you're gonna freak out, you're gonna be on this emotional roller coaster, which I don't think is healthy to be on. So when you have a long-term horizon, it doesn't matter to you as much if your crypto investment goes down. You know, in the short term, yes, but oftentimes it will go back up and it will recover because crypto goes through cycles, there are different seasons that it goes through. There can be a winter where things are really down and your crypto, you might be down on your investment and you've lost some money, but here's the thing, you only lose if you sell. That goes for any investment. If you buy a stock in you know, some shares of Amazon or Apple and you buy some today and it goes down, it drops by 10%, 20%, you only lose that money if you decide to sell. You're selling it at a lower price than what you originally bought it at. But if you just hold it, then sure enough what happens is the value goes back up and often exceeds the original price of what you bought it at. That's the mindset of a long-term investor. And when you have that long-term mindset, when there is a crash, when there is a dip, when there is a correction, you actually get excited because now it's an opportunity for you to buy more at a cheaper price. 
You know, one of the things that Warren Buffett, one of the greatest investors of all time, is known for saying, he says you should be greedy when others are fearful, but you should be fearful when others are greedy. And so oftentimes when people are fearful and you know they're worried and they're panicking and there's a crash, that's one of the best times and the best opportunities to buy more. And then if you can wait it out and hold, then sure enough, when it goes back up, now you really benefited from that. So having that long-term mindset, I think, is really important. And I also think the mindset of not investing what you can't afford to lose is also important as well. I don't believe that it's responsible for anybody to invest all of their life savings in any investment. I believe in diversification. I believe that you should invest in, you know, you should have some cash, you should have some crypto, you should maybe have some you know, investment in stocks or real estate or your business or whatever it might be, but you should spread that out rather than going all in on one thing. That's a very dangerous thing, especially if you have expenses, responsibilities in life, if you have kids, you have a family that depend upon you. I don't think it's responsible to spend and invest all of your life savings into something like that because there is a risk that crypto could go down. And if you need that money for an emergency, if you need that money for a crisis, then you're gonna be forced to sell that and that's not a good thing. So you don't wanna invest money that you can't afford to lose. Uh, one of the mindsets and approaches that I've had with crypto, which has served me well, is I kind of view this money as my Vegas money. Now, I'm not a gambler, I don't go to Vegas and, and I've honestly never really gambled with, um, you know, in Vegas, I think I might've done $20 in a slot machine once, you know, at some stage of my life, but I'm not a gambler. But if I were to go to Vegas, if you go to Vegas and you're someone who's interested in gambling, you're gonna put aside a certain amount of money. Now, that money that you're gonna gamble with, you know that there's a chance you might lose this money. That's just the nature of gambling. So if you, if you go and you take $300 and you decide to gamble it and you lose it, you might be a little bit disappointed, but you knew that there was a chance that that was gonna happen and occur and that you didn't take your whole life savings and invest that. So you can live without that money. It's not that big of a deal for you. But at the same time, if you're $300, if you gamble well and it, you get lucky and it goes really well for you, you can end up with a lot more money and you get this great win, this great celebration from that. It's the same thing with crypto, although I don't see it as uh, as risky as just going to Vegas and gambling your money because the, um, there are cryptocurrency, cryptocurrencies that have real utility and real value um, that, um, you're, so you're just not investing in something that has no value. Of course, there are some cryptocurrency coins like that, like meme coins, like Dogecoin, for example, and Shiba that are really, you know, just kind of like a, a, a joke or for fun type of thing that, people really got behind, it's just largely speculation and the price will go up on that and obviously people make money um, from it going up and selling it at a certain point and all of that, but beyond that it's known as a meme coin and uh, is usually recommended to avoid, especially when you're a beginner. Not unless you wanna you know, play around with your money and you, you, know, you can afford to lose it. So I think having that mindset is really important going into it. And that means that you have to decide what's an appropriate amount for you. Is it a hundred bucks? You know, you might say, well, listen, everybody, I, I don't understand this crypto thing. Everybody's talking about it. I'm seeing it everywhere, but man, I don't want to miss out. hundred bucks, I can afford to lose a hundred bucks. No big deal. I probably spend that on a weekend going out with my friends or going to you know, dinner and a movie or whatever. So a hundred bucks, fine. Let me buy some Bitcoin and Ethereum with that. And I'm just gonna hold it over the long term. If it goes to nothing, fine. But hey, a year plus from now, if it ends up worth more, fantastic. I think that is a reasonable mindset 
that someone should have because to be honest, most people, as we know, with their money, they're going to spend it on whatever else that's going to have no value to them or not appreciate at all. And so you might as well put it into something that at least has a high potential for making you a lot more money in the future. So you got to decide what that is. And you have to decide based on what your risk threshold is and how much money you have and how much you have decided you're comfortable to invest and put aside. So I think that's really important in terms of the mindset of crypto, long-term diversification, not investing more than what you can afford to lose, and not getting too caught up in the short-term fluctuations and the volatility that you might see in the market. Okay, because people still don't know how to value it. It's still trying to being figured out. There might be a crash and a correction. But again, if you have the mindset that your long term is an opportunity for you to buy and you're actually excited when that time comes. Like I hope that there's a correction because I've got a lot of money that I want to buy and I want to hold more crypto with. Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Okay, so now there's a few things I want to talk about in terms of how to get started now that we kind of covered the mindset. I'll talk about some strategy and whatnot as we go. Now, if you want to invest in and buy crypto, uh, obviously, the most popular one is Bitcoin, and then there's Ethereum, and then there's many other coins. And there's actually a website, there's many websites out there um, where you can see the ranking of all the coins that are out there. There's thousands of cryptocurrency coins that are available, um, but you can see how they're ranked in terms of market cap. And so, for example, Bitcoin uh, has over a trillion dollars of market cap. That means that there's over a trillion dollars worth of money uh, in Bitcoin. Ethereum, I don't recall off the top of my head how much, but they're the second uh, most valuable cryptocurrency. Uh, there's many others, of course, from Litecoin to Bitcoin Cash to Cardano and Solana and uh, you know a whole host of other coins that are available as well. But I think for most people, if you're a beginner, Bitcoin and Ethereum are the ones that you want to start with, that you want to hold long-term. Those are the most popular ones. And then if you have more money that you want to invest, then you could explore some of these other altcoins um, that you might research and look up and find that you believe in and that there's a lot of great utility for them. Now, in order for you to get started actually buying Bitcoin and Ethereum, you need what is known as an exchange. An exchange is kind of like an online bank account. It allows you to transfer your fiat currency. So for example, let's say your US dollar, 
to transfer your US dollar from your bank account or from your credit card, to transfer that into your exchange. And with this exchange, it gives you the ability to then exchange your fiat currency to Bitcoin or Ethereum or whatever, whatever else that you want. It also gives you the ability to exchange your cryptocurrency back to your fiat currency to be able to withdraw that back to your bank account, okay? So that you can make your transactions back and forth. But an exchange is where you're gonna need to be able to uh, buy and even hold your cryptocurrency. Now, there's many exchanges that are available. You're probably thinking, which one should I start with? Well, the most popular one is known as Coinbase. Uh, Coinbase, which uh, I'll put a link to in the description, along with other resources and exchanges that I'll kind of touch on and reference in this video. They're the most popular one. They're a publicly traded company. They went public in 2021. Uh, they are probably the simplest to use as a beginner, meaning their interface is very simple, very newbie friendly. Um, they do have their fees, of course, which is how all these exchanges make money. Some exchanges have higher fees than others. Um, but Coinbase is one that a lot of people, especially as a beginner, are gonna trust more and feel more comfortable getting started with compared to some of the other exchanges out there that uh, might, might not you know, be as big or as um, regulated. Um, many of them are unregulated, but of course, Coinbase, because they are a publicly traded company, is more regulated than the others. And so a lot of people might feel safer starting with something like Coinbase. All of the exchanges basically allow you to do the same thing. The main differences you need to know is they all have different interfaces. Some of them can be more advanced and confusing and overwhelming for you as a beginner. Uh, some of them are better for trading, okay, if you wanna get into the trading world. Uh, they all have different fees, so some have more fees than, you know, than others. Um, and some of them have different coins uh, than others. So Coinbase has, a, I don't know how many coins, but they've got a variety of coins that you can buy. But there's some other cryptocurrencies that might not be available on Coinbase, which might mean that you need a different exchange to be able to buy and hold. And so Coinbase, I say, is the most popular and the best for beginners. Um, and then once you get more experience with it, you can explore other exchanges, especially if you wanna save on fees, if you wanna diversify a little bit more into different coins. Uh, but I'd say that for 99% of people that are brand new to this, starting with Coinbase is probably the easiest and the best solution for people. Um, other exchanges that you can look into and use and that I also like and use myself is Binance, uh, Kraken, Qcoin, Crypto.com, Gemini, and there's many others. And there's some even that might be more specific to the country that you live in. So some exchanges, based on certain regulations of those countries might not be available in your country or even in some cases your state in the United States. I know I think uh, there's some exchanges in certain states that you can't use and others that you can. Um, and so that's something that you might have to explore and look into. Now, because I'm a resident of Panama, um, one of the challenges that I had was onboarding and buying cryptocurrency with different exchanges because uh, it was actually quite expensive to transfer from my Panamanian bank account, doing a wire transfer, an international wire transfer to another exchange. The fees were quite high. And so I was okay with that for a certain period of time until I started really investing a lot more money. And I really looked into different exchanges and ways that I could get my crypto cheaper. And so I eventually found um, an exchange that exists in Central America, they have a local bank account in Panama, and that cut back on my fees to be able to transfer my 
my US dollar from my Panamanian bank account to this exchange to their local bank account as well. So there's things like that that you might have to navigate and figure out, which can be a little bit confusing. If you live in Canada, I know there's certain exchanges like CoinSquare and I think uh, Newton is the other one that a lot of Canadians use. And the thing is, once you also transfer your money to an exchange, you can transfer it from one exchange to another. And so if you have Coinbase and you also have Kraken, you can actually transfer your Bitcoin or Ethereum or whatever coin from one exchange to the other. And there is a fee in doing that, but that gives you, that's an ability that you have. And for me, one of the reasons why I have multiple exchanges is I, like, I don't like to hold all my crypto in one exchange. Um, I do have a quite sizable portfolio of cryptocurrency and there's some risk in these exchanges getting hacked. Um, sometimes, you know, these are things that have occurred in the past that exchanges have gotten a lot better with, especially the most popular ones. Um, but that is definitely something that can occur. And that's something that you always have to be mindful of in this world of cryptocurrency. You have to be aware of emails that get sent to you in your inbox. And even if that email is from your exchange or it looks like it is, um, sometimes clicking that link, it could be a malicious email from someone that was trying to, uh, trying to imposter that exchange and is really just a scam. You know, you got to be careful, you know, with that. Even sometimes you might, you know, go to Google and type in your exchange name and click on a link and it might look like your exchange, but it's actually really just a phishing website where they made it look like an exchange and they're trying to collect people's username and passwords and that information to be able to hack into your exchange. So those are things that unfortunately do occur in this world of cryptocurrency that you have to be mindful and aware of. And I think uh, there's a few things that I've learned just to protect your crypto. I mentioned having it in different exchanges just in case, especially if you have a lot of money, I'd say you know, if you have over 25K, might be worth spreading that out in two different exchanges. Uh, but also you wanna make sure that you use two-factor authentication you want to make sure that you've got a really good password that you don't reuse anywhere else that has numbers and characters in it that nobody could guess or figure out. You don't want to make sure you, you know, maybe provide your phone number as well so that you have to get a text message with a code in order to approve of certain trades or being able to log into your account. Uh, you might even decide to get an encrypted email. Uh, there's different encrypted emails that you can get that you can set up your investment accounts with and your exchanges with. Uh, if you don't trust Gmail or Yahoo or Hotmail, you know, these other ones that might not be as secure as these encrypted email, uh, you know, emails. There's things like that, precautions that you want to consider taking to make sure you protect it. So that is a risk that you have to be mindful of. Um, you know, it, it definitely can happen, but I think if you are mindful of it, you have awareness of this and you're taking good precautions, you're not going to have to worry about your crypto being stolen or anything like that. So I'll throw some links in the description to a variety of exchanges that you can look into. Coinbase, again, is gonna be the best bet for most of you. Very straightforward, very newbie friendly. Once you set up your account, you just press the buy crypto button and allows you to link your credit card or your bank account to automatically withdraw from that and you can buy Bitcoin really in a matter of minutes. So very easy, very straightforward. Um, and by the way, Coinbase actually has a promotion where you can get some free Bitcoin when you sign up with them. I'll put a link in the description. It's an affiliate link. So I do get some Bitcoin, I think, if you sign up through it. But it's part of their referral program where they give free Bitcoin to those that sign up through referral links. 
And so if you go to www.projectlifemastery.com slash Coinbase, link is in the description, then you can get some free Bitcoin if you decide to sign up with them. Now I wanna talk about the timing. If you have a certain amount of money that you wanna invest in, let's say Bitcoin, let's say it's $10,000. Should you invest $10,000 right now today at whatever price that it's trading at? Or should you wait maybe for a dip or a correction or maybe even for a crash and then put in your $10,000 at that time at much of a lower price than what it's trading at right now? The answer to that is a bit of both. See, you don't wanna just wait because if you wait, you might miss out on all the growth, all the gains, all the appreciation that you could have. And we don't know when it might crash. We might not, it might not crash at all. You know, you can go months or even years and maybe it just keeps going up and up and up and you're waiting and waiting and waiting and you're missing out on all of that. And maybe by the time it does dip or does correct, it's probably still gonna be worth more than whatever, you know, than, than if you had bought it today versus maybe waiting six months from now when that dip or that correction might occur. So I don't think the best thing to do is just to wait, although I think it is useful to have some money put aside as a reserve in the event that it does drop and it does correct a bit, then you can buy some at a cheaper price. But at the same time, you shouldn't just put all of your $10,000 in today because for that same reason, what if it does crash next week, next month, next year? You know, and now you bought it at the high point and now it's dropped and you're gonna have to wait a, you know, maybe a long period of time for it to go back up to surpass what you bought it at. So the solution to this is something known as dollar cost averaging, which means that you can buy a bit today, maybe you take $1,000, you put it into Bitcoin and Ethereum, and then you take $300 every week and you buy a bit more. So every, let's say Friday, you buy $300 worth, $300 worth, and you're spreading out your $10,000 investment over a longer period of time. That's known as dollar cost averaging. So what happens is sometimes you'll buy when it's high, other times when it's lower. But oftentimes you kind of get somewhere in the middle. It kind of evens out somewhere. And so that's the better way of going about it. And that's what I've done with my crypto is I originally started buying in 2017, bought, you know, continue buying over time, uh, you know, even during the crash and, you know, when there's the winter that we occurred, bought a little bit then, you know, this year I've been buying a lot more, but just been spreading it out over time. And through that, I've been able to make a lot of money. My crypto has been worth a lot more than what I originally bought it at. So I think that's the best approach to take, um, dollar cost averaging, spreading out your investment over a period of time. And the last thing is knowing when to sell. I think when you get started investing in crypto, you also got to think about what is the end game for you? At what point will you sell? Now, a lot of people, what they do is they wait and they hold their crypto until it becomes worth a lot more to, than what they originally invested in, maybe after a year or a couple years. But then what they do is they sell what their original investment was. So if you invested $10,000 over the next five months, let's say, and your $10,000 now is worth $20,000, a year from now, then what a lot of people do is they'll sell $10,000 worth. So that original $10,000 investment, they've not lost that. You know, that's money that's back into their bank account. They can do whatever they want with it, put into another investment. But now they still have $10,000 that that original investment made them that they leave in the market and they just allow that to grow. And if they lose that, it's not a big concern or risk to them because, you know, they already got their original investment out and they're just kind of playing with, with house money at this stage. So that's something that is common that you could also consider. But if you don't really need the money, like for me, I've got 
you know, many different investments and I've got a lot of money in these different investments, I don't really need my money from crypto right now. So I'm comfortable just holding it and putting more into it. And eventually there'll be a time for me, it might be five or 10 years from now, where I try, I, I take some of that profit and I take some of that and maybe I put it into a house. You know, maybe I want to buy a nice house and take some of that money and put it into that and put it into another investment, another asset class. Uh, or maybe it's some sort of passion or dream that I might have at some point. Uh, or maybe it's moving it and diversifying my portfolio. If my portfolio is too heavily weighted in crypto and I don't really have as much diversification in the real estate market or the stock market, then maybe I'll decide to take some of that out and kind of spread, spread it out a little bit more so that you know, I've got more of a balanced portfolio. So those are things you might want to think about. But for me, I don't really worry or think too much about it because it's such a long-term investment. I don't need the money right now from it. And I'm willing to wait out the ups, the downs, the winters, buy more, and just trust and expect that five, 10 plus years from now, this is going to be a big part of our lives. And at that stage, I'll be grateful that I followed the advice from this video because it's benefited my life in so many great ways. So that's what I want to share with you guys um, with crypto. I think I covered almost everything that I wanted to. And maybe there's more questions that you have, things that you're not sure about. Um, you know, obviously crypto, this is a beginner type video and there's a lot to learn. There's a lot you could, you know, dive into with it. And I want to encourage you to do that. Do your own research. Learn more about crypto and how it's changing the world and the benefits of it as well as the risks and the concerns that are out there as well. Um, you shouldn't just be a follower and blindly follow what someone else says. You should be a student. You should take in information and make your own decisions based on that information. But I truly hope that this video was educational for you, that you're able to benefit from my experience and what I've learned in this space. And uh, I'm excited for many of you to get started, to own some Bitcoin and Ethereum and to be able to tell your kids and your grandkids one day that you know you took part in this and uh, you're alive during this time. I think that will happen at one stage of our lives, which is pretty exciting. So thank you so much. If you enjoyed this video, I appreciate a thumbs up uh, for your support. I also appreciate comments below. Let me know your thoughts. Let me know, do you buy crypto? Are you a beginner? Uh, have you been on the fence? What are your concerns? Um, you know, Share your thoughts. I'm curious to hear them and can address some of those in the comment section. Otherwise, if you're interested in more content on how to improve your life, investing, even cryptocurrency as well, subscribe here to my channel. And if you are interested in other opportunities to make money with crypto, I'll put a link below to a newsletter that I've been putting together. I'm sending out more videos and information and more advanced strategies as well. I've been making passive income with crypto bots, which basically means that I have these bots that do automated trading, uh, trades for me and make me passive income off the volatility of cryptocurrency. And it's something I've been doing now for a few months, made a lot of money from it, and it can be a great fit for many of you guys that are looking for new opportunities and ways to make passive income, especially with crypto. Crypto, just like anything that's new and big like this, provides a lot of opportunity. And that's why you're seeing so many people now become millionaires from it because it just provides a lot of opportunity. And that's why learning about it and exploring ways to take advantage of it, I think is a great benefit to you. So if you guys are interested in that, go to www.projectlifemastery.com slash crypto. I'll put a link below. Otherwise, thank you guys so much. I look forward to seeing you again in the next video. Take care.
Thanks for joining me today and listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed this episode or received any value, then I'd love for you to leave an honest review on iTunes and subscribe to the Project Life Mastery podcast for future episodes. And of course, to receive more content and value, make sure to find and follow me at www.projectlifemastery.com for more. Thanks again. Remember to always believe and commit your life to mastery. I look forward to talking to you again soon. Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.